Wednesday at noon. We have a mentoring program. If you're interested in mentoring young people at Warner Park Elementary School on Thursdays at 1230. Here at Hollywood, we believe that the loving is oh so good. So we're reaching out to the Shreveport community and the overall Louisiana community with a message of love, a message of hope, a message of encouragement. Listen now to a recent broadcast by Hollywood Presbyterian Church and Live Big Ministries, where Harry Cooper is pastor. So Jesus said again, I am telling you the truth. I am the gate for the sheep. All others who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever comes in by me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come in order that you might have life and have it to the full. For as long as the Spirit gives utterance this morning, I want to simply preach from the topic, full and fresh. Full and fresh. Let us pray. Eternal God, we gather this day with hungry hearts that are hungry for an experience with you. And only a taste of your love, mercy, and grace, and the power of your word will be able to satisfy that hunger. As the deer pants for the waters, Lord, we are thirsty and panting for you. Fill us and refresh us, that we may be restored, refocused, and rededicated to live our lives fully for you. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. For God, you are our strength, our rock, and our redeemer. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Full and fresh. I begin with a story. And this story is a story from nature. Many of us have seen sharks in videos and pictures swimming in the ocean. Well, that was one experiment that a scientist decided that they were going to do. So they took baby sharks and they put them in an aquarium and they followed the growth chart of the baby shark in the aquarium and the baby sharks that they allowed to grow in the ocean. They put a little monitor on them and they were able to monitor them. After a period of time, the study came back that those sharks that were growing and living and being fed every day and were being given all of the nutrients that could possibly be given by science in an aquarium, those grew to a particular size. Let's say they grew to um, two feet in the aquarium. However, those sharks 
that were released and allowed to grow in the wild as baby sharks, when they did the assessment, those sharks had grown to four to eight feet. So the sharks that were in the wild grew larger than the sharks that were in the protected aquarium environment. The sharks in the wild grew to an expansive size even though they did not have any particular individual charged with making sure that they ate. They ate as sharks eat in the wild. So what am I saying? I am saying, and the lesson from this story and study about the sharks is that many people live their lives with a downsized destiny. Many people have allowed their lives to be lived in an aquarium where the things that they desired were the only things that they wanted to achieve and accomplish. They lived their lives in a smaller environment, but that smaller environment for them was a safe environment. Others who are those who are the movers and the shakers and those who change the world are openly willing to live their life without as many secured guarantees, but they live their life to the full. So what am I saying? I am saying today that God is calling us to live a life that is full and fresh. When I say fresh, and I'm going to break the acronym down, fresh is an acronym. That acronym stands for forgiven, resilient, extraordinary, strong, and healthy. Forgiven, resilient, extraordinary, strong, and healthy. How many of us believe that God is calling us to a life that is a life filled with being forgiven? See, when you understand, when we begin to understand that we are fresh, that God has forgiven us, imagine how much freer we are when we understand we have been forgiven. How many people have ever beat themselves up? You made some mistakes and you keep rehearsing that mistake inside your brain and in your brain and out of your mouth comes the if I would have, could have, should have. Oh, I sure wish that I had done this. I wish that I had done that. Let me ask a question. For anyone who has ever wished that they had done something, have they ever done it? it to wish that you had done something does not make you undo what you already did. It has already happened. So when we talk about living a life that is full and fresh, one of the key components of living life full and fresh is to be divorced from your past. You are no longer have to be in the chains of your past. Now, people will want to keep you there. People, when, when, when they see you at the high school reunion, they want to remind you of who you used to be. Oh, man, you remember when you used to? You remember when we did this? You remember when we did that? And they want to lock you in that prison of who you used to be. People will do that. Family members will do that. 
Oh, yes, they will call you a name that you had not heard in years. But you go to the family reunion, all of a sudden, Peanut, come over here, boy. You're trying to remember. I don't even remember the last time they called me Peanut. Or Suds, come over here, Suds. I, I mean, you have names and nicknames that families have for people that lock them in a past of who they used to be. But here is the good news of resurrection power and that God has come as to say that you can be free and forgiven for all of your past. And when you are forgiven of your past, you can now live a life that is full and fresh. fresh. Amen. I'm glad you're tracking with me. You can live a life that is full and fresh when we recognize that we have been forgiven. Jesus says that if you can look at the environment that we talked about, first we had a fish in an environment, a sharks that were in the environment of an aquarium. Well, here in that same way, you have sheep that are in the environment of a sheep pen. Well, Jesus says, I am the shepherd, and the sheep know my voice. And so they will not follow just anybody. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So when we are with our shepherd, who is a good shepherd, even though it might appear as though we are in the wild, we are never in so much wild that we are outside of the capacity of the shepherd to know who we are and where we are. That, that, that was a shouting cue for any shouting folk. That's the shouting cue. I can't go so far that my shepherd doesn't know where I am. And if I have gone so far that my shepherd doesn't know where I am, here is a comforting thought. My shepherd is looking for me. The shepherd is looking for me. I may be not accounted for at this precise moment, but I know he's coming. I know he is going to find me where I am. So he says, Whoever comes in by me will be saved. When you are coming in by me, when you are following my lead, then there is salvation. What is salvation for a sheep? For a sheep, salvation is being able to live out his normal lifespan. For a sheep, salvation is being secured away from the wolves that are seeking to make him his dinner. Salvation for a sheep is the understanding that all is well and I can roam wherever I roam, however I want to roam and be strong in my roaming. Well, that's us. When we have our understanding and a connectivity to the good shepherd, we're able to roam and fulfill and maximize the gifts and abilities that the divine has placed within us. Therefore, God has given each one of us some skills. God's given each one of us some abilities. There is no one in this room right now who is, does not have something. There's no one in all of the world, in all the internet and Facebook live, there is no one who is devoid of something that they have to offer. The challenge is, are we, to, are we consistent enough in our walk with God to connect with our abilities. 
when you are coming in by the sheep and the good shepherd, you have the capacity to grow. So we can be full and fresh. Now, in that same way, there is a thief out there. In that same way, everyone in this room has had some hiccups in their life. You might know who your thief is. You might be able to call your thief by name. You got a name for your pain, and it is Auntie Louisiana. Whenever she calls, you know she ain't got nothing good to say. And that's a thief, because every time you talk to her, you can say, hey, Auntie, how you doing? And by the time you finish taking the phone, you're like, bye. I mean, it, you, you try every time you want to be excited to hear from them, but they never have anything good to say. So you know whenever they call, you got to get ready for the complaining party. So then you got to make sure when you get finished with all of their complaints, you got to wash your mind because you feel dirty. So you begin to wash your mind by inundating yourself with some positive energy and some positive thoughts. Why? Because we can't always contain the name for our pain. You can't control someone else's behavior. What we can do, however, is control our responses to their behavior. So we then choose when we talk to them or how much of ourselves that we allow them to take from us. Jesus says, I have come that I might give you life full and fresh, the opportunity to live life in its fullness. Now, a full life is not just an easy life. A full life is not just a life where whenever you get some trouble, you get the easy button. Boom, that's the easy button. I feel so much better now. God is not your cosmic bellhop looking on the edge of eternity, just looking to drop down and do something for you. I wish I could say that he was. Now, I'm not saying God's not capable of doing that. But what I am saying is we can't look like God and act like God is our ATM machine. All out, Lord, whenever I need that blessing, Lord, I'm coming to you. Just bless me, Lord. Bless me, Lord. Bless me, Lord. By virtue of the fact that you're able to ask for a blessing means you have already been blessed. It only means that you are working to quantify your blessing in a particular way. But it is not that you have not been blessed just because you're living on the struggle bus. Just because you're walking and living life on the ankle express does not mean God has not blessed you. We can be blessed even though we might be stressed. Ah, I might want to say it like this. We can be blessed even though we might be stretched. You see, 